Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 156 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was Watcher with No One Cares. You can find that on their latest EP, Plague Sessions. They're a hardcore band from the Pittsburgh area, I believe. I'm always glad to feature any Pennsylvania hardcore band, as it is my home state and scene. And uh, always even happier to play any songs that bands send in to Dan at gettingitout.net. If you want your music played on the podcast, just send it to me. I'll play it. It's that simple. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information on Watcher, and maybe I'll redirect you so you can go buy their music off of Bandcamp, as you should. All right, so what's happening on this episode? Well, it just so happens I've got an interview with another legend, this time Mina Caputo of Life of Agony. We're not really talking about Life of Agony so much, but we're just talking, all right? We're talking about uh, Mina's latest solo album, The Moans, and uh, a whole lot more. Let's get to it. Yeah, what's good, all you bitches and bitches? It's the illustrious hot dog back at it again with another podcast intro. They said, oh, you want to do a podcast intro for the Getting It Out podcast? said, oh, shit, I got to write a rap first, don't I? They said, no, you don't got to write a rap first. The Hardcore Podcast said, all right, I think I can maybe make that happen. Let's see what we can do. Chicken, make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies. Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me. All the places we've been, we're never sitting it out. We be getting it in, where you getting it out? I said all the places we've been, we're never sitting it out. 
So here we are, the second week of 2021. Seems a lot like 2020. I'm going to miss 2020, if only just for saying 2020 is easier than saying 2021. Did we talk about the year this much before the year sucked? Did we do that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember talking about 2019 or 2018. We only talk about 2020, and now uh, we talk about the way 2021 is going to be better. I stand by the fact that I don't think it is. As we see, um, men of power are still acting insane, yet somehow getting what they want, because that's what power gets, right? Of course, I'm talking about James Harden uh, and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. How did they do this? How did they make this work? We don't know if it'll actually work. You guys probably thought I was talking about uh, whatever that other lunatic, but no, I'm talking about basketball lunatics because I want to alienate some of you. So listen to me talk about basketball for a couple minutes. James Harden got traded to the New Jersey Nets. Whether they're not New Jersey anymore, they're Brooklyn. Same thing. Hey, can you imagine being a Knicks fan now? I mean, if you are a Knicks fan, what is that like? To to have so much hope like two years ago going into free agency and end up uh, empty-handed <laughs> and seeing Kevin Durant go to the Nets and then Kyrie Irving go to the Nets and then uh, now you're watching James Harden, James Harden go to the Nets. I mean... I have no sympathy for you because you're Knicks fans, but I'm a Sixers fan, so I, I know what it's like, all right? I, I'm here. Um, even though we got our guys, we're just never good. It's never good enough. Being a sports fan is it's very stupid, all right? I, I fully acknowledge that. It's a total waste of time, and I like it a lot. Uh, I get emotionally invested in people who don't give a shit about you, and, <laughs> and their success determines your happiness. Yeah, that's what we do. But it's kind of fun sometimes. Rarely, but sometimes, you know. Um, anyway, that's I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, this interview I did with Mina was was really cool. I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know where it was going to go. And we just let it go wherever it went. And we talked about whatever we talked about. A lot of stuff about her recently released solo record, The Moans. A little bit of Life of Agony. A lot of other stuff. Uh, what other stuff? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. So stick around. I'm going to play you a song from the Moans. It's called California, and it's the lead-off track from the record. Listen to it, and then listen to my conversation with me. Turning into 
Well, maybe that'll be the afternoon for you. What, what, what part of the world are you in right now? Are you in New York? I'm in New York City, yes. I live in Brooklyn, Bay Ridge. By, it's about, if you don't know where that is, it's about 20-minute bike ride from to Coney Island. And I live right on the water. And, um, yeah, it's really, um, it's, it, it was first developed as a beach community 100 years ago. Yeah. But now, do you know Bay Ridge? No, no, no. I'm, I'm. Where are you? I'm in Pennsylvania, so I'm not far from you. Yeah. But but, I'm I'm in I'm in Lancaster, the Amish country, where it's a little weird, but it's all right. No man, everything's fucking weird, dude. (laughs) You're right about that. What isn't weird? I mean, you know, what isn't weird, and what isn't mysterious, and what isn't just mind-blowing on this planet i mean if you're if you're if you're really an aware and awakened human being i'm not saying woke because i fucking hate that word (laughs) i'm talking awakened i'm talking if you have ascended um you're living literally in the mystery people that don't live in the mystery they're not living. That's true, but it's also really magnified when you're surrounded by Amish people. Oof. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> that's, that's a whole different uh, mystery. That is definitely a different, um, it's a different way of life in a sense. I mean, you know, in a way it's kind of cool. It's like, you know, they're blocking out like, all the false ideologies. They've got all their own false ideologies. Sure, yeah. They're blocking out the rest of culture's bullshit. And they got their own bullshit in their own little world. But I don't really know. I can't... I, I, I have never done research or I've never studied Amish people. I, you know, so I can't really make an accurate <laughs> description on, like, any of it. So, yeah. <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's It's... It's different. It's different. But hey, to each his own, and and whatever makes someone happy, man, isn't that what it's like supposed to be all about? It is. It is, of course. And uh, you've you've been a person who's exemplified that over the last few years. Actually, it's been quite a while. Um, I've been familiar with you, of course, from from life of agony, going back to when I was a kid. But over the last, I don't know, what twenty years, you've really. Um, you've really done a whole lot more than just that, and and uh, it's what you're doing now is. I mean, I know you're still doing Life of Agony, but what you're doing now is so different from what I originally knew you as that um, it's it's. I think I find it especially interesting. 
painful. Um, Do you, are you speak? Are you speaking on a musical level? Are you speaking on a spiritual level, or like just a human level? I think all or, of it. I think all. I think all of it, really. And I know that's. I know that's a really uh, kind of a cheap way to answer that. But I think that. But I think that all of it's true, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Like you're just generalizing my entire kind of. <laughs> yeah. My my output into the world, which no, it's it's cool. I understand what you're saying. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I do. I'm you know, just trying to be my authentic self. I'm trying to show up as the best version of myself every day, even if like today I'm I'm a little emotional. I'm a little weird, but I'm hanging in. I'm trying to keep good vibes for me and my dog. You know, I got enchanted. Five twenty-eight hertz. On. I got my 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 diffuser on, blowing some fucking what am I blowing? Some orange uh, oil and lavender and um, what's the what's the root that the Thai people cook with? That Thai people cook with? Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, I got to get up and tell you. Now. <laughs> um, lemongrass. Lemongrass, okay. Yeah, you don't know that. You don't like you like you like Thai food. No, I'm I'm like a I'm like a a fifty a five year old uh, white toddler who just eats, uh, you know, chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese in my thirties. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well, if you ever have Thai food, they like to 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 cook with um that ingredient. So, um, but anyway, go that's ahead. it. No, 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 no. That's interesting you say that because my, as I've, I think my this is this all like essential oil stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my just trying to, yeah, just trying to maintain some good vibes and bit strange. Maybe it's you know I've noticed definitely a change when uh, yeah when it gets like dark at four four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just like oh it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's like what the fuck, man, like. Almost like I don't know, it's weird. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we could go way way off down way off down that road. Uh, I can't stand the darkness. But um, but so I, I like I said, I've I've been aware of you, especially you as a singer, and you've always been. Uh, I've had a really unique voice, and uh, it's been tough to pin down. But even more so, listening to to your solo stuff that you do now. And uh, this this most recent record, and, and help me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but is it the Moans or the Mons? No, it's the Moans. Okay, that's it's what I thought. Short, short for hormones. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't put that together. Yeah, a lot of people aren't. <laughs> but um, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I want to go like way back, just briefly. Um, but when did you, when did you first discover that you had the voice and you wanted to be a voice and the talent to be a singer? Um, well, I, I never really thought I was a good singer, to be honest. Um, and I started playing classical piano as a kid and, um, I had classical training and you know, and everyone in the neighborhood was starting punk rock bands and shit. And then Joey and Alan got together, and you know, before Life of Agony, and Joey was like, "You're singing." I'm like, "No, Joe, 
<laughs> I don't want to be in a fucking band, and I don't want to sing to your stupid fucking band, and da da da. But I wound up doing it anyway, and then, you know, long story short, here we are. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that's how it kind of happened, really. You know, I didn't really plan on any of this. It kind of like took me over in a sense. And um, as far as talent, all talent is is really practice, you know. Um, when you see someone like Prince or if you call me talented, it's because I'm continuously practicing all the time, whether people hear me or not. You know, I'm still studying 40 hours a week of classical piano, and no one really hears that. Yeah. But that's how I am, you know. I could pretty much play any instrument under the sun. Um, but that's because I practice my craft, you know. Um, it's what I do, really. Well, that type of, even that type of um, dedication and discipline, though, is, I don't want to say, maybe it's not a form of talent, but it's still uh, unique and worth worthy of praise because we don't all have that. I mean, I, I tried to learn a guitar for six months before I decided I'm never touching a guitar again, you know, and and that's that's just because I'm a sh- I don't know I don't want to say shitty learner or but I'm I'm, I'm an impatient person, um, so I think sometimes that patience and uh, that that discipline is almost a talent as well, you know, the way that people yeah. can can hone in on something and decide I want to do this, I'm going to learn how to do it, and I'm going to do it well. Yep, no, I, I hear what you're saying, you know. Discipline is, it's the art of discipline. That's all it is. You're either a very disciplined creature with your habits or you're not. Listen, we're the human species, we're, we're a very habitual kind of creature. Any kind of habit you you want to form, whether you want it or not, is, is going to be ingrained in you. It's about programming yourself. And you can program yourself to be, do, or have anything that you want, really. You want to eat a little bit better and stop eating your fucking chicken McNuggets and cheese <laughs> or whatever you're doing for that? You incorporate different healthier foods every day. And then you build that habit. And once that habit is built within you, it's very difficult to abandon it. Sooner or later, you'll be disregarding the French fries and the chicken McNuggets and the this or the that but you'll be fucking going after banana, blueberry, pineapple shakes or this or that. or And it's just discipline. I'm using food as an example because a lot of people aren't disciplined with what they put into their body either. Right. And that's very important. It's the same thing like people, a lot of people aren't disciplined with the kind of information they're letting into their mind. I mean, clearly the world is letting the, the more so than ever the media is 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 uh, is replacing common sense with an incredible amount of bad information that people actually believe. You know, and it's like it's a psychological kind of warfare that's going on, and you can do that to yourself as well. The reason why I can I I. I built 40, 50 hours of playing my classical because you build it every day. 
you start an hour, then next thing you know, it's two hours, and then I'm sitting down four hours later, and I'm like, holy shit, like, I, I really need to stop because I'm, I, I'm stopping other things. Because I'm playing piano so much, I'm literally taking away from things I have to do in my, in my life. <laughs> right. Sometimes, you know, same thing with cigarette smoking or weed or whatever, you know, it's just, you build habits and then you maintain them. And that's what it's really, that's what talent really is. It's just, it's the art of discipline. It's the art of, you know, Yeah, it's the art of discipline. It's the art of... Yeah. How could I... Yeah, I'm trying to find a different way to say it, but anyway, yeah. No, 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 I, I, I totally understand. Well, with you, with you, um, your, your discipline has kind of been on, uh, you know, on, on display for, for years now, but the, but recently it seems like your, the amount of your, your creative output is, uh, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like it's at an all time high. Um, maybe just my, my perspective. No, I've been going crazy. I've been doing a lot. I did a lot. I did a Bob Dylan cover this year. I, I, I just released yesterday. Uh, I did a, the, the song hard sun from Eddie Vedder. I just released a video yesterday on online on oh, Instagram everywhere. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't know. I, I did a song with, with my cover. We did a Radiohead cover. I did the album. I did LOA's album <laughs> last year. I just finished music for a two-hour film that I've been scoring um, for the past two, three years of my life that no one really knows about because I can't really talk about it right now. But, um, yeah, um, I'm always creatively... Um, putting things out it's more of who's really paying attention right well now that you put you put out the moans what was it late october early november somewhere around there mm-hmm. and uh how do you, when you put out a record like this or like that you know any, any of them do you spend a lot of time um i don't know like uh looking back at it or do you just move right on to the next one like yeah, I move, I move forward. I don't, I don't. I'm I'm here and now in the moment. What I did yesterday doesn't even exist in my <laughs> in my life. To be honest, to yeah. be completely frank, like that's how I am in a way. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I do what I do, and I keep walking forward. I don't really, you know, I don't. Uh, you know, take back steps into my own footprints, really. I'm just constantly, you know, scurrying along and moving forward and not really getting hung up or, you know, on how how something's doing or not doing or who's paying attention, who isn't. Like, I don't have time anymore to fucking think about all this shit. I just, um, just you know, want to be as trying to be as creative as I possibly can. I'm trying to heal and, and, and be a voice of strength and courage as much as I can with who I am and what I am on a, whatever particular day. Some days I have nothing to give people. Um, 
you know, sometimes I feel like the world has literally, the world is like a vampire in a way. It like literally sucks your energy out of you. You got to be careful. Um, so yeah, I just kind of like don't pay attention to anything and just, you know, I'm already like, uh, I've already started contemplating my next release or album and aside from all the other things that I'm doing, you know, just, yeah, yeah. I imagine somebody with as, 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 with, with as much, with as frequent output as you has to kind of do that. Um, do, do you, do you, maybe you don't have any, but do you have different type of expectations when you release different, different projects? Like if you're doing an LOA album or do you have different expectations than when you're doing a, just a Mina record? No, no, I don't really, I don't really, um, what can I say? I try not to put like any statistical expectations on any of the work that I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm very confident in what I'm putting out into the world and you either love it or you either fuck off. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, I'm not doing this for you really. I'm doing this because this is my creative purpose here on the planet. I'm put on the planet to, to create, to make music, to heal people, to soothe people. But if you don't resonate with it, that ain't my problem. I don't give a shit. So. When do you feel like you came into that realization? The music, when, if my music resonates with someone, great. Right. If it doesn't, great. I could give a fuck. If you think I'm the worst singer, you know, the weirdest queer, I don't give a fuck. You know, you know, I don't care who offers what money for it or, or what, like it's, I don't trouble myself with mundane, one dimensional kind of like petty human fucking ego concerns. I don't give a shit. What I do is, is like the way of the Tao. You know, what I do is I'm creatively bringing in, the mystery of sound, vibration, energy, again, and if it heals you and if it works with your body and your whole biological system, your taste in music, your whatever, fucking great. I'm so happy that you got it. But I make very sophisticated music. I already know right there I'm losing people because people are very fast food. You know, people mm-hmm. are very, have very, people are walking around with McDonald's kinds of states of mind. They want quick, they want fast, they, they want something easy. People don't want to confront what they're going through. They don't want to confront their emotions. And I'm all about that kind of stuff. I'm like Dr. Caputo. I'm not putting out some garbage fucking radio rock record that everyone's doing. Everyone sounds like they're working with all the same producers. 
writing the same fucking song for a different face and band so they can get on the radio (laughs) and feel special because they fit the radio format. So original. So fucking authentic. But I don't play that fucking game. I could give a fuck. More and more as I get older, I can give a fuck. I'm not a I'm not a manufactured artist. I never was, and I never fucking will be. So I could give a fuck what anyone thinks. I don't really care anymore. All I care about is being healthy, creating abundance for myself and those around me, inspiring people, helping people. Like you know, if you're not on my boat with me, if you're not like in my sky, if you're not on my magic carpet ride with me, then you're not with me. You know, I want you to be with you being with me. Sure. But the people, the people that get it are very closely, they, they understand my work. They understand why and how I do things. And they, they can appreciate me for my, my gritty authenticity. But most people, they're manufactured. Most people are machines living without souls, plugged into the matrix, plugged into their devices, cyborging out, rubber heading, rubber necking, you know, walking their phones, not walking their dogs, you know, (laughs) the shit we see every day in the street, you know, people becoming more and more desensitized. That's when I write more and more creative, in-depthful music, man. That's that's the external world inspires me to bring out more of the internal world because there's nothing on the external world that's going to satisfy you ever. It'll always leave you empty-handed and wanting more. And less is truly more. This more is this wanting more and more and more and more is not the way. Yes, the world has to expand, and expansion is a must. Um, but, uh, what the globe suffers from now is, is an overabundance of things and information and disinformation and a lot, a lot. So, yeah, I know I don't have all the answers, man. You know, I just got to do what I do. I do what I do sincerely. You know, I don't really write with anything in mind except to write the greatest fucking song I can for today. Well, that's interesting. You you put it all that way because the like listening to the moans. There's, you know, it's it's like you said. You, you, sophisticated was a good word for it, but it, but it's also seems somewhat uh, minimalist. Some sometimes, you know, but but not not simple. I don't I don't know if that makes sense. And it all seems. Uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It all seems uh Ah oh, shit. The the <laughs> It seems <laughs> it seems uh real. What am I trying to I'm trying to think of a better word for real. Um Genuine. Genuine, yes, that's it. it. It all seems genuine and and it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it seems like exactly what you're saying. You're not trying you're not trying to win people over, you're just trying to make something that's that's real, that's genuine. That's it, man. I'm I'm making real fucking music real albums albums proper records man 
I'm not interested in a fucking single that sounds like everyone else, you know? Not interested in working with fucking Lana Del Rey producers and all these people, producers that, that write songs for, you know, whether, you know, they got the same producers writing for everyone, whether it's for fucking uh, Pharrell or whether it's for Cardi B or whether it's for fucking Chevelle or one of these bands, you know, it, 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 it's just, man, you know, it's like the art of business has the people that are into the business of art you know, mindlessly kind of making things to fit their format and their marginalized rules. Again, it's very oppressive. You know, that's why Life of Agony never became a really huge, huge fucking band the way we deserve to be. Because we are genuine artists. We artistically make records. The business isn't fucking interested in that. They want manufactured fucking clones so they can meet their financial criteria every fucking year. You know, I get it. I know it's a business, but whatever fucking happened to, to being different, everyone is so afraid. It's whack. It's sad. Do, do you feel like the... Uh... Part of the inability to pin Life of Agony down to a genre had something to do with that? Yeah. Well, what I think has a lot to do was that a lot of fucking bad music journalists and a lot of bad writers, because they're not creative thinkers, they fucking throw the dumb fucking metal slap on the band. And the band is very far from metal. My definition of metal is Exodus or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or, or Forbidden or, you know, uh, one of those kinds of bands, Overkill. That's real metal. Right. We were never metal, you know? We were really, we're just a great fucking bunch of kids writing great fucking songs with a hard edge, you know? Taking our sound from the Bad Brains or the Cro-Mags, Age of Quarrel, you know, like, that was our original intention, really. Right. Not, and then we had a years of bad, misprinted fucking lies and just, you know, miscalculating what kind of a band we really are. You know, we're very adult, contemporary, hard rock. I would call us more of like, you know, an alternative punk, hard-edged, controversial, you know, word-slinging, fucking sophisticated, philosophical, fucking hard rock band. Oh, no, that's too much. Let me just call them metal. <laughs> well, you also got lumped in, like you mentioned, a few of the, the few of the greats, but um, with with the hardcore scene, just as a but but that was, I mean, you were you were part of it, right? But that didn't that didn't necessarily make you. A hardcore band. Right? Right. <laughs> we never were that either. We have elements of everything. And people can't... <laughs> Most people aren't clever enough to actually 
you know, uh, describe that, you know? But um, I do have to say that a lot of journalists that have been writing about the moans have been blowing me away. Positively? I've been saying, what? Positively, I hope? Yeah, yeah, no, positive, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, wow, holy shit, what happened? Writing's coming back in music journalism? <laughs> That's all I've been saying. I've been laughing like, wow, that was a really beautiful review. Like, holy shit. I think the, the, the authentic writers are coming back, you know? Instead of uh, Mina Caputo, a.k.a. Keith Caputo, you know, every fucking person, you know, dropping my dead name and, and, and reminding the world that I was born a boy and I've got a dick and it's just like, you know, this lame fucking non-creative, you know, every fucking article, fucking every first page is like the same, every journalist producing the same fucking criteria. It's like, really? This is like almost 15 years ago. You're still selling that fucking story? Right. You still got to remind people of what I was? This is what I mean. There's no creativity in writing. Get over it, man. It's almost 20 fucking years. Get the fuck over yourselves, man. It's like... Holy shit, man. Where's the creativity? Where's the interest in your own fucking work? So, but aside <laughs> from that, I've been saying like, wow. Wow. I think, uh, I think the moans is inspiring people actually to write, which is a good thing. It is. It is a very good thing. And it's, you know, I've, I've listened to it tons of times and um, I, I feel like I keep, I keep getting a, a new favorite song on it when I go through it. Like this afternoon, um, for some reason, Phyllis kept catching my attention. Um, mm. w- w- would you be interested in telling me about that song? Yeah. I actually, during the process of recording the moans, Andy, my engineer, my producer, you know, but my, my, my partner, my danger mouse, my Danielle Lenoir, if you will, <laughs> um, he lost his wife. So I surprised him with two songs about his wife to help him get through the process. And then we added it to the album, which was Phyllis. And then P2 mm-hmm. is, all, is Phyllis Part 2. Oh, okay. So when you go back and if you listen again, check out P2 because it's, you know, it's, it was another one that just kind of just... Sorry, that's my doggy snoring next to me. It's <laughs> all right. Um, P2 is, yeah, just like literally, as we were finishing up the record, I was like, holy shit, Andy. This this song came to me last night, and I sent him the demo the demo of it, and he was just like hysterical, and then we, I wound up putting Phyllis and then P2 on the album because, yeah, he lost his wife during the process, and so I started writing songs to help heal him to help to, to put him through the healing process or to at least um, encumber that, you know, or encourage mm-hmm. that best for him. Well, that's very, well, when I listen, as I listen to it, I've, I mean, it had that kind of, 
feeling, right? I didn't know exactly what all the lyrics were, but it was it sounded uh, beautiful, but also at the same time sad, and uh, yeah. and so that that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And if you're interested in all the lyrics, they are all on my Bandcamp. I've uploaded all the lyrics on the Bandcamp, so if you were needed something to the article or whatever, yeah. they're all there, so just FYI. Cool, good to know. I actually have it on the screen now. I see it, yeah. Um, so with, uh, with, with, with this year, I mean, I know everybody keeps saying the same type of things about this year and how terrible it's been, but how, how has this uh, coronavirus shit affected you positively? Yeah, well, to be quite honest, my entire life has been a quarantine. Yeah. I'm no I'm no stranger of spending time with myself. In fact, I prefer it that way, and I've always been a lone wolf. I've always made time. First of all, I've been doing yoga and meditating for over 25 years my entire life. I have a very quiet, peaceful life. I don't really live on the external. I live more in the internal world. There's more to find out about life within than there is outside in the world. In fact, everything in the external world is a distraction to distract you from your higher authentic self. So I live there. My whole life's been a quarantine. I'm a very creative individual. I'm having an incredible year. Um, um, yes, I miss the stage. Yes, I miss my band, but society is not working. Um, the paradigm, the political paradigm is not working. Um, the social paradigm is not working. Communication, the way the world is run, it's not sustainable. We can't go on this way. Um, Um, it, I, you know, I'm at a point in my life to be quite frank. If an asteroid was going to hit the planet today, tonight, I'd make sure that I have the greatest day I possibly could. And I'll hold my dog and I'll sit in the street and I'll laugh until that fucking asteroid hits the planet. That's where I'm at in my life. That's the, 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 I am so grateful to be alive every day and thankful that every moment of my waking life and my sleeping life, I'm incredibly appreciative. And, and this situation has just given me more free time to meditate, to work on my crafts. I dived more into my classical studies. I made a record. I finished music for a film. Um, I've been making a lot of covers and I've been making videos for them on Final Cut. I've been putting a shitload of musical information out there. I'm not sitting around idle like most musicians, you know? Yeah. I fucking work. I hustle. I'm putting music out. I'm putting cover songs out. I'm trying to do what I do. I don't sit there on fucking Instagram, you know, like playing one-dimensional games with people, you know? Like, I know that is nice, too, sometimes, but you're a musician. Make fucking music. 
you know. Musicians are, are like more concerned about being on Twitch and talking bullshit all day long instead of working on their craft and their talents and their God-given gifts into why they were here. And I, you know, to each his own, but, you know, yeah, like, the only way this is negative affected me is financially. And maybe in a year or two, I might have a different occupation because who knows what's going on in this world. There's still no plan. Doesn't look like they want to bring back live music. Um, yeah. You got assholes like Bill Gates wanting to control the world. A fucking, a cold dude wanting to cover the sun <laughs> with, with, with dust storms to help stay, save the fucking crisis of, you know, of whatever. You know, you, it's just like, it's a fucking joke, man. It's really fucking funny. I haven't heard humanity. that one. Humanity. What, really? Yeah, he, no, he, I, I he didn't wants, hear that yeah. one. Look, look that up. He wants to cover the stratosphere with a dust storm. Go ahead. Go look that up after you hang up with me. But don't take it from me. I, I'm, I'm just a free thinker. I'm just, I'm just a critical thinker. Don't take it from me. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, in today's world where common, where common sense has been canceled, um, yeah, I've been just making music, keeping healthy, meditating, taking care of my health exercising, eating all the right foods. Nothing's changed in my world. I'm still doing me. So whether there's a fucking uh, 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 a pandemic or whatever we want to call it, whatever word we want to call it, um, you know, or whether uh, there's a... Well, we already are in the zombie. People already got their zombie apocalypse. Everyone's a pretty much a fucking zombie. On the phones. To begin with. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, please. Now, now more so than ever, because it almost seems as if the economists are, are directing the world into that, into a more of an AI world, you know? So, because um, that's what it seems like to me. Because nothing really makes sense to me economically or how they're using the virus, you know, to uh, manipulate others and do others. Because nothing really makes sense. It really doesn't. It's the most ridiculous fucking stories I'm hearing every fucking day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's uh, impossible to figure out. And I've had these conversations with a lot of people and everybody has a, everybody has a different, <laughs> different perspective it's, it's, and it's odd. Yeah. Yeah. COVID will get you on the way to the bathroom at the bar, so wear your mask on the way to the bathroom at the bar, but at the bar, you can you can pull your mask off and take sips in between because it won't get you then. Until 10 p.m. and then you're toast. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, right. <laughs> so at 10 p.m. on the West Coast, right, since after 10 p.m., COVID becomes more of a killer. We're like gremlins. So, yeah, but... But before 10 p.m., it, it, it won't get you. But after 10, oh, boy, look out. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's a lot of that stuff going on. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's right. very, very complicated mm -hmm. rules. Yeah, meanwhile, you know, all the billionaires, I just read this article, and millionaires are like, 
uh, cleaning house and sure. making uh, doing incredibly wonderfully financially as seventy five percent of the globe is fucking um, basically being bled dry. You know, close your coffee shop, but don't close your liquor shop. No, no, especially here in Pennsylvania where they're run by the state. Uh, they they uh, they've had no problem staying open. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, it's it's very hard to believe 99% of anything, and I don't. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm playing, I'm not really sitting duck. I'm doing my work, and I'm exercising my craft. And I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We all going to play internet games and, and, you know, play games and, you know, play video games with our fans and this and that and pretend like nothing's happening and just wait? Or we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, if you had, if you had the option now, would you, would you go out and play shows right now? Where am I going to play? I know. I'm, I'm saying if you could. If, you, if there was a venue that was willing to book shows right now, would you, would you do that? Um, well, the decision just solely isn't up to me. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> you mean if, if, if they opened the market back up and, and, and stopped the shit? And, and allowed people to get back, get back to life? You mean we're not supposed to get sick ever again in life? What, what's, this, what is, what's going on? Like, we are our, human beings are our own pharmaceutical company. You know what I mean? We're our own pharmacy. We've got about a million viruses in us already. You know, like, I, I don't, would I? I don't know, it depends. Right now, today, if with everything that's going on, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, well, I only ask because it's a, it's a super tough question to answer. Well, I don't know. I don't yeah. know because you no, know, there's still a lot of inconsiderate people out there. Right. And I'm not saying the virus is fake. You know, I never, I don't misquote me or anything like that. I'm not. I know it's legitimate. I know it's a real thing. The intensity of it and how it's being used is another can of worms. But um, listen, you know, people are inconsiderate, and and people listen. Every time I went to Europe, I got deathly sick because people don't know how to take care of themselves, and that's how you get. That's how I got sick from motherfucking people. Yeah, because people don't respect their own hygiene. They don't take care of themselves, and they, they're they inconsiderate. They cough right in your face on the plane. And, and you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really – I don't know. I'll be honest with you. You know, we've gotten many chances to do live stream concerts, and we declined. Yeah. Because it's like, no. Live stream concerts are fucking whack. <laughs> I can't say I've watched any, so, you know. And it's fucking stupid. And it almost seems like this is where they want it to go. Oh. How many fucking fake shows can you do behind your computer screen? 
It's almost like they don't want a world with smiles. They want a world without touch. They want a world without feeling. So I'm very confused, you know? And, you know, um, yeah, the bands had several opportunities to do live stream and we declined it because, A, we think it's fucking weak and stupid. And um, everyone's doing it. And, um, yeah, like, if we were to ask to do some kind of drive-in theater concert, like, I don't even know if I'd want to do that. Right. I don't know if I want my fans sitting in a fucking car, spending $200, wearing their masks, not being able to breathe in a fucking car, surrounded by people, like, what? What if you were asked, what if you were asked to go back to like Ariel PA and play the pancake house basement again. Definitely. <laughs> and then well this time I'll tell them to take the whole fucking building down <laughs> and they will. Yeah, it's funny. I was just I was watching a, a Pennsylvania hardcore documentary earlier this week where they came, we had they had clips from from that show and that story. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the first that was the night I realized you have to be careful with what you're saying because they'll do anything they want you want them to. Yeah. That was like my first literal hardcore lesson. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, I didn't mean it literally, guys. <laughs> and then everyone just fucking went berserk. I, I saw a little clip of that too and then I saw myself like, on the side of the stage, like, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> I didn't realize, like, the, the, um, the weight of my word. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a um, legendary story here for Pennsylvania in the hardcore scene. So, you, 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 yeah. you got that one. Tell you, man, I could use a fucking big stack of pancakes right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I well, swear. Hey, what well, one one last question? I will let you go. Um, the I noticed, uh, and we're talking all this virus stuff, and the 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 cover for the moans. Uh, you're wearing a mask in it. Was that a was that any kind of statement? Is that a t- just a timestamp? Is what, what what's? It's a timestamp. It's a timestamp. It's a timestamp, and the people I was doing the the shoot with you know there was a few people and it was just like you know i don't really you know it was really more of a timestamp kind of thing like sign of the times thingy more of like i'm not trying to tell people what to do what to wear how to wear it i'm not it wasn't anything like that it was just more of a a time sequence piece. Like there was a whole shoot with the mask. It was actually originally, it was a shoot for, uh, um, out magazine and glad magazine that a logo was doing for some project. And it was like a mask project he was doing. And I really loved that photo so much that I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, where am I going to go for a photo shoot? Like, no one's doing anything, so I wound up just using one of these shoots, and it was it was more like a, and it reminded me of like a interview uh, or an ID 
kind of magazine cover piece in a yeah. way. So I was just, it's a great fucking shot. It like, it spoke to us and I was just like, fuck it, let's do it. And I was just like, and I used it and it, yeah, it's kind of like a time thing. I mean, yeah, I'll look back in 20 years and say, wow, this was when this happened. So it was more like for that kind of, it was more like, yeah, we lived through this time or not. <laughs> Who, knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows what'll happen in 2021 or what kind of orchestrated event they're, they're you know, they're coming up with next. Um, yeah, it's more of the time thing. Well, that's that's interesting, and I think I think it's a cool idea because the hindsight of this past year is going to be really strange. Um. Yeah, no, it's it already. Um, you know what? I feel very strange today. It feels <laughs> this whole year. It's been kind of very strange. Even like walking out to go to the grocery shop. It's just like just seeing everybody in this state is just the whole thing's like weird and mind fuck. And it's just, it's kind of draining, you know, I'm trying not to just trying to maintain man, my warrior spirit, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best every day. It's all I could do. Try to be my best self every day. Even if I feel like just throwing myself on the floor and crying and having no idea why, you know, it's just, I feel bad for a lot of people that, you know, a lot of people that are out of work and losing their jobs and losing their apartments and losing their homes. Like I'm with the working class here. You know? Right. So it's a bit weird, man. Everything, you know, and then seeing all your friends who can handle it, who can't, who's not doing well who's not doing really not well. And you just, you know, you get to see who's like really weak, who hasn't done much work on themselves at all, you know? Yeah. Um, bit odd, but yeah, man, you just, every day we got to show up as our best self. We got to try to encourage our neighbor. You know, we got to allow our neighbor to wear that badge of courage to be disliked or be misunderstood. You know, that's what I do, man. I put my bag of courage to be disliked on every day. Cause I get it every day. I get at least one asshole a day telling me you're fucking disgusting. I can't listen to your music anymore. You're this, you're that. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's jerking off to my photos, you know, <laughs> in DM world, Boys are very different than the public world. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I can out like twenty. I can out like twenty rock musicians that want to put their dick in me, but you know, having them to publicly be my ally is a is a complete. You know, so that's why I get a I I taste the hypocrisy of humanity every day. It's pretty hysterical. Well, Jesus. Uh, well, <laughs> you and, said it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with the Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know how to comment on that. That's a lot. You, but, remember, yeah. that? you remember that movie, right? Oh, uh, it's uh, Big Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he said it. You're like, 
Jesus. <laughs> you said it, man. Don't fuck with the Jesus. <laughs> like classic. That's well, got to be your interview headline. It will be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with the Jesus. Oh, my God. But I have another interview. i got to call this person. Um, so I do got to hang up on your ass. That's that's all right. I appreciate what you've what you've given me so far. This is great. I appreciate um, you wanting to do this and talk about the moans and something very different than I'm probably sure what you're used to. But I re- really appreciate your time also and your energy and your patience. And if I've spoken over you, I'm I, I'm sorry. I I do that sometimes. I didn't mean it. And um, <laughs> You know, enjoy life, man, you know. You as well. Thank you, I will. All right, take care. Thank you, darling. Yep, bye. I need you. Don't leave me now. Why have you gone away? Storm to a fold. Night's rolling slow. in my bed Out of your mind We spent the happiest days of our happiest days of our
Well, there you have it. That was my conversation with Mina Caputo. And the song there at the end was Phyllis, which we talked about during the interview. If you haven't heard anything else from the Moans, go check out the record. Uh, might not be what you're used to listening to, but maybe that's a good thing. Get outside your comfort zone. Listen to something different for once, you fucking idiots. All right? Big thanks to Mina for doing the interview and all of you who have listened. Um... I did a giveaway this week. We did a giveaway on the Getting It Out Instagram page where I sent a box of records and CDs to the winner. Uh, His name was Adam in Georgia. He won the contest. I'm going to do those uh, pretty regularly, so uh, be on the lookout for those. Go follow at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast for more information on those. I've been posting a lot of old flyers lately because I just came across them while doing this stuff, so I don't know. That's just fun for me. Um... But yeah, more giveaways to come. If you are a member of the Patreon, though, you don't have to worry about it. You are already entered. I should say if you're a member of the third tier, which is the $3 tier, yes, there's a $1, $2, $3 tier on the Patreon uh, for monthly contributions to help me do this. Uh, You are automatically entered into every contest. So if you want to sign up for that, I really appreciate it. And you will most likely win a contest. That's not true. I cannot guarantee that at all. But uh, hey, maybe you will, right? Um, so go to patreon.com slash getting it out podcast if you're interested in signing up and becoming a part of the Patreon. There will also be access to uh, the list of upcoming guests, which I need to update. But uh, it's, 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 it's true at the moment. Uh, what's there is what's happening. And uh, every sign up gets free stuff sent directly to you. And um, you get access to getting it out radio which I'm overdue with, so i got to knock one of those episodes out very soon. So be on the lookout for that if you're a subscriber. All right, that's going to be it for this one. One last song to end things. This one is from Heave Blood and Die. (laughs) They're Norwegian anti-capitalist experimentalists, and uh, it's a little post-punk is what they call it. Um, The song is called Post People, and it's the title track off the band's forthcoming album due out February 5th on Physisk format. Um, that's a label I haven't heard of, but you should check it out. Physisk, F Y S I S K format. Um, again, February 5th, the record's called Post People. So is this song, Heave Blood and Die. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 